Hello and welcome to Branding for Impact, a podcast of bite-sized branding and business tips to help you make an impact your own way. I'm your host, Roseanne, designer, dog lover, Hong Konger, and founder of Prison Creative. Join me as we talk about all things branding, marketing, and myth-busting when it comes to building a business with impact. Whether you're an NGO, social enterprise, or a business ready to create a bigger purpose, this is the podcast for you. This year was for me, like I'm sure for many of you, a constant rinse and repeat of rest, work, huge personal life changes, stress, and getting used to new normals. I mean, I don't even really know what new normal means anymore. This definition of normal seems to change with each passing day. So I have to admit, looking back on 2021 was hard. Even though personally and professionally, it was a year of huge growth. But that's only what you see on the outside. There's so much that we don't talk about that goes on on the inside, especially when it comes to running a business. So much celebrating the triumphs, the entrepreneurial life just looks so glamorous, right? But no one really talks about the self-doubt and the setbacks. I mean, where is the award for simply getting through the year? So I just wanted to give you a huge pat on the back for simply getting through yet another year of the pandemic and to tell you you're not alone in your struggles and don't believe everything you see on social media. I want to get real with you here and share some of the lessons I've learned in 2021. Some that were easy, some not as easy. And I hope listening to this will give you what you need to celebrate and honor 2021 and look into 2022 with optimism and strength. If you're an introvert like me or tend to shy away from the spotlight, these first few lessons might resonate with you. When I entered 2021, I had one goal in mind. I felt it was time to carve my own path. I was so sick of constantly comparing myself to others and putting myself down. And these weren't even people on the same path as me. I was just comparing myself to them because, well, that's what we all do, right? We measure our own success against everyone else's. But the creative industry is so big and there's space for everyone to make their own mark. So I knew in order to do that, I had to step out of my comfort zone. I had to do what nobody else has done when it comes to creating a creative agency with purpose. Only then can I stop comparing myself to others. The only problem was, I'm a classic introvert. I don't like the attention to be on me. I mean, me? Having my own podcast? Presenting my work in front of a room of people? Uh, no thanks. But then, my dear friend and podcasting mentor Regina sent me such words of wisdom at the time when I most needed it. She sent me a snippet of a recording with Joe Hayes from Habitat for Humanity, from an episode on Regina's show Hashtag Impact Podcast. And this is what Joe said. I mean, stepping out of your comfort zone is something that I feel very strongly about. I think when you start to frame it as stepping out um, of of a safe space, then it makes it really scary. And and so for me to to kind of overcome even the idea of fears, um, what I might fear in in life, um, I I can't really 
cope with that. I don't, I don't want to cope with that, the fear of being afraid. So, um, so I see comfort zone as, as something that can be continually expanded. Um, and that makes it easier for me to be able to do new things, take on new challenges. Expanding your comfort zone. Isn't that so comforting? This one small shift in perception can bring such a big change in how we feel towards the unknown. Suddenly, I didn't feel so afraid anymore because I knew it was a time for expansion. And it can be as little or as big of a step as I make it out to be because it's actually just all in my head. So Joe, Regina, thank you. This introvert is that little bit braver because of you. This next lesson I'm about to share is something I know many of us struggle with. Asking for support. I have always been someone who refuses to ask for and receive help. Part of it is because I don't want to be a burden on others. But I think a small part of it is actually fear as well. I don't want to tell people about big plans because, well, in case it flops, at least no one knows about it, right? Then I wouldn't look like such a big failure. I see you nodding because I know you've been there too. But you know the thing is, when we allow ourselves to accept help, we can go so much further. When I was putting together our online event, I felt so overwhelmed. I thought, oh my god, how could I pull this off? Who am I to do this? No one would care. Until I just gave myself a reality check and went, this is so silly. I don't have to do this alone. So I reached out to my network to ask for help. And help started pouring in. Whether it was providing these amazing food hampers to our VIPs, securing a meeting space, getting technical support, helping to spread the word, or even just cheering me on on the day. I was so overwhelmed with the number of people who showed up for me before, during, and after the event. I actually thought that no one would show up. And I'm so grateful for everyone's support, and I am so, so glad now I asked for help when I needed it. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. We all need help and support at some time. It's about being resourceful and working smarter rather than harder. On the topic of being an introvert, I know that many of us are afraid to put ourselves out there because of what we think people would react, say, or think about us. This year, something suddenly dawned on me. I know all of you here listening to this are brave change makers yourselves. You believe in using your skills as a force for good. And I know putting yourself out there is scary. But what I keep reminding myself is, the impact we're trying to make is bigger than us. Whether you're a storyteller, a social enterprise, an entrepreneur, at the end of the day, we all want to do great things for our planet and its people. So it's not about us, really. The purpose or the message chose you. And you're simply here to put it out there in the world. It chose you. Having this mindset helps to remove myself from the equation. It removes me from the spotlight because I focus more on the impact rather than on myself. So don't be afraid to dream big. Always come back to your why. And feel the fear, but do it anyway. You'll be so glad that you did. 
Some of you who've listened to a few episodes already might know that I talk a lot about mindset in business. And three years into running a business, I certainly don't know everything yet. But these are a few things I've picked up this year that have really helped me shift some self-limiting beliefs and resistance to change when it comes to running a business. In the second year of running PRISM, I made a huge investment in myself. I have a really great friend, Ainsley, who's a business coach. I reached out to her at a point when I was feeling really overwhelmed with my working hours, and I felt like my business was running me instead of the other way around. And overall, I just wasn't happy because my personal life was suffering as a result of my career. So I chose to invest in myself and get to the root of the problem. Ainsley helped me set up signature systems, redefine my business goals, set up better work-life boundaries, and my business flourished. But the more important thing is, I flourished. I'm now in the second year of working with Ainsley, and I can only say, if you're stuck, something needs to be done differently. You can't expect different results if you keep doing the same thing. I truly believe that getting professional help where needed could be the best decisions you could make for yourself and your business. Whether that's hiring a business coach, an assistant, a branding expert, just think about how much your inaction is costing you and also how much you're holding yourself back as a result. One of my favorite episodes on Ainsley's podcast is episode 26, How to Make Million Dollar Business Decisions. Go check it out if you're ready to step it up in 2022 and build a business based on pleasure and purpose. I've linked the episode in the show notes. As an introvert, I really don't enjoy networking, as I've mentioned. I find the idea of having to make small talk to a complete stranger in a room full of even more strangers absolutely terrifying. So I've found my own way of networking instead. Coffee meetings. I'm much more comfortable sitting down for a coffee or a lunch with someone than being put in the spotlight. And if you feel the same, I really recommend you to try it too. Nowadays, I find networking more like relationship building and bringing value rather than simply transactional. And I do really look forward to these coffee or lunch dates. So the lesson I would like to share here is, if something doesn't suit you, find a way to make it work for you. Just because that's how it's always been done doesn't mean you have to do it in the same way. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that we can plan all we want, but at the end of the day, things don't always go to plan. I've really come to trust the timing of things because of this. I think so often we're stuck with thoughts like, why didn't I get that project? This should have happened. It shouldn't be like this. Now we can resist all we want, but sometimes... Things just don't work out even if you've put in your all. And very often they actually didn't work out as we expected for good reason. And we just have to accept and surrender and really trust that the right things for us won't pass us by. So trust the timing of things. It'll really help to relieve some of the pressure that you put on yourself. And on this note, don't forget to enjoy the journey. As an ambitious business owner, I'm always jumping onto the next task. I forget to celebrate the small things. Heck, I even forget to celebrate the big things. But look at where you're standing today and think back to the time when you wish you had all the things that you have today. Don't forget to celebrate what you have now. 
And don't forget to celebrate each other as well. I'm so grateful for all the friends around me who remind me to celebrate myself and all those wins along the way. This final part of today's episode, I want to talk about self-care. I know it's been a huge topic of discussion, especially since the pandemic, and it really goes to show we can't take care of others and our businesses without first taking care of ourselves. I've picked up a new productivity hack called time blocking, where I literally fill up my schedule by the hour of exactly what I'll be doing that day. This really helps to set up my week and say no to things that I should be turning down because I can physically see that I don't have time for it. So often we fill our bucket up with so many things, wondering how we got to this state. But are those priorities actually yours, or are they someone else's? Moving forwards into 2022, I hope that you can make sure to prioritize yourself first. Because only then can we show up fully for our clients, for our friends, and for our family. And this leads me into my final lesson of 2021, Let go of the idea of busy. Society has somehow made us believe that in order to be successful, we have to be working 24-7. We have to be a slave to our work. Because hard work, grit, long hours, and strong coffee is so glamorized. In the two years I've worked with my business coach, I can officially say that I am a recovered busy addict. I put myself and my rest before anything else because as a creative, I understand that I simply can't produce good work if I'm worked to the core. We have to give space for ideas to grow. We have to give time for ourselves to breathe. I used to feel guilty even for going to the art gallery during office hours because I thought that if I'm not at the office, I'm not being productive and therefore I'm a failure which does not make any sense at all when you come to think about it. And yet, it's not perfect. There are still times where I feel overwhelmed by work and have to work late nights. But I don't let it become my normal. If that happens, I simply look at my schedule again and figure out where I can find more balance. And I also accept that things are cyclical. There are times when it will be busy and times when I can have more time to myself but I don't let busy 24-7 take over my life because I get to rest, enjoy life, and have a thriving business. So I'm here giving you permission to rest, recharge, and enjoy a wonderful holiday season. And on that note, I am definitely resting over this break and we'll come back in January with more branding and business tips for you, kicking off with an episode of listeners Q&As. If you have any burning questions about branding, This is your chance to get them answered. Email me on rosanne at prismcreative.co and we'll pick the five best questions to answer on the first episode of the new year. So happy new year, my dear listeners. Here's to the amazing you. Never underestimate the impact you can make on this world. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in 2022.